I can't stand it. I can't take it <laughs> anymore. Anymore. Something doesn't sure it would be easy. <laughs> no one said it wouldn't be hard. Something got your sleeves on the chill now. <laughs> it's a shot in the dark till you get what you want. Welcome on back. That was my shitty, out-of-tuned version of our buddy John Waxman's intro to our show, Spiked College Football Show. Now on. Now on Spotify, motherfuckers. What's up? I'm your boy, Johnny B. I am 2-1. I am on BetSperts. I am the greatest gambler in the history of the world. I'm at 66% for the year. We're back. We're better than ever. Week one. Here we go. Here's my cohorts. Rob is out. We don't really know why. We don't really care. Tyler's here. JC is here. I pointed at the wrong people because, you know, that's what I do. Here we go, guys. We are back. We're better than ever. And now we're back to college football week one. What's up, everybody? How we doing? Get well soon, Rob. Get well soon, Rob, with your elective surgery. Um, <laughs> Rob got boob implants. I'm just kidding. He's getting his he's getting his allergies taken care of, which, as you can see, they're bad down here, boys. Um, we're back. We're great. We got notes. Listen, if you just joined us because you just listened to Spotify and you found us on College Football Things, thank you. Like, subscribe. Find us on the YouTube. I'm the greatest gambler in the history of college football. And these two are fantastic analysts, and Tyler's the best producer in the world. We are here to bring you college football talk the way it's supposed to be, with cursing and more cursing and great funny clips. Did you guys see units only go up this week? Because Oh, yeah. Sure Big energy. was pretty fucking funny. I'm pretty sure that that was pretty funny. I'm pretty sure we're getting better at it. Same. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like... Kind of got burned with Hawaii, though. Oh man, I was I wasn't gonna bring it up, but that does anybody was... remember the losers? Do we remember the winners, boys? I am now two and one. I can gamble now on the Barcelona Sportsbook app in my state, so we're all having a good time here. Two and one. What's going on? Let's break down. Let's break down what the fuck happened in week zero. Let's let, let's get let's wait till let's let's leave the uh, the big cake for last. Illinois. Tommy DeVito, very, very accurate. Didn't throw the ball down the field. But Chase Brown can run the fucking ball for Illinois. Illinois is going to be a bull team. Illinois is a bull team. I like yeah. Illinois. Fair enough. They can go 6-6 six and six easy. I think they're going 7-5. I like Illinois. They looked good. Also, UNC, I don't know if you guys watched it because they played Little Sisters of the Poor. Damn you. Mary Elephant. <laughs> Sons of the blind. But they gave up like 35 points to a shitty team. Yeah, they scored a lot. But you can't give up that many points. I don't think UNC is going to be very good this year. I think they're going to be probably the third worst team in the ACC. Yeah, they, they could be looking at some trouble. Yeah. That, uh, that wasn't a real impressive outing. They didn't really put it away till later in the second half. And Well, listen, not all was bad. I mean, wait, Hawaii? Might be the worst team in college football. That's too. That's a stretch. I'm gonna chase Hawaii all year long, and I'm gonna bet. I don't care if fucking. I don't care if San Diego or San Jose State's dropping fifty. I'm gonna take minus the points on that. Hawaii is a bad fucking team. (laughs) 
they burn they burn you in week zero. So he's just gonna bad, hold a grudge. Vanderbilt. He's gonna hold a grudge. They're a bad team. Like the worst team of the SEC to Vanderbilt. There's it's just not great, guys. Um also, I don't know if anybody watched again. There was a couple games up, but nothing nothing wonderful. <clears throat> FAU looks like a ten win team. In that league. I mean, and Kosey Perry, the back of the old Miami quarterback, looked very, very good. Two of their receivers will be drafted this year. They're a very, very explosive team. I think they'll get the nine nine or ten wins in the uh, Conference USA, I think they're in. Yep. Yeah. I think they'll get to nine or ten wins in Conference USA, which is a, be a good team to tell on gambling and everything like that this week or this year. Um, but now let's – we got through the bullshit – Surprise! Okay. Surprise! You didn't talk about UConn, Utah State. I like that. That they, was a, that was a you, that, you know honestly that was. Here. They were twenty five point favorites going into it. Utah State. That was Utah State thinking they could just roll the ball out there against UConn because next week they got Alabama and they can just blow them the fuck out. That's what that was. That's all that that was. So that's an interesting take because. Uh, when I was watching that game, Utah State is from year to year, they always have kind of like that real interesting win. Um, and then to not show up against UConn was a little it's surprising. It's all because they're playing Bama next week, which okay. they will lose, and they'll probably score 20 points. But they're, they want, they're looking ahead, which is weird to look ahead to an automatic loss, but they were looking ahead. The Muskies look decent, though. You know what? I think they're going to hit their over, and their over is two. It's like four and a half games. That was generous. Now, listen, everybody, that's great. We're talking good college football. Fuck that. Let's get down to it. Let's give them the floor. Listen, Polinski is a hell of a quarterback. I didn't know. I did not realize he was in at Northwestern. Yeah. He beat UGA when he was at South Carolina. Yes, he did. He is a baller of a quarterback. He's not fantastic. We know what he does. He makes the throws you need to make to win the game. He's not going to lose you the games. He's very Kirk Cousins-esque where he will make – hey, listen, like that first touchdown pass? I mean, come on, I could have hit him. You don't miss that throw. It was a beautiful throw. It was broken coverage, and he didn't make any mistakes. And I'm sorry, Nebraska should have won that game probably by 17 points. But your boy, uh, your boy needs to. He needs to go. He needs to go. Let's stop playing these fucking games. He's we're out. Not, we're not gonna wash the season this early. We're not. No, you're, not gonna wait till you're gonna wait till not. October first when that clause kicks in that you can get rid of him for seven point five instead of sixteen. Fifteen, but yes. 15. But it's not gonna be a complete fucking fire sale just yet. The onside kick was the. Dumbest maneuver <laughs> ever. Like we have, we have the coach that wants to play Madden in real life and thinks he can sock it up in the third quarter. Like, listen, I don't want you guys to take this the wrong way, especially you, JC. Listen, at UCF, you could probably pull that bullshit against normal AAC teams, like like AAC equivalent of North Northwestern would be like. I don't know, Memphis. And maybe you could pull that bullshit against Memphis when you're at UCF. You can't do that in the Big Ten nope. against a seasoned coach who's 18 years in a program. Like, mm-hmm. 
You can, do that, you can do that mid-fourth quarter and pull it off, but not you in just, the middle of the fucking third quarter after you capitalized on two times. Do you really think that a Fitzgerald-led team was going to fuck up and not – like, their front line wasn't going to back – he wasn't going to make that, that – That's you don't do that. You do that against maybe Indiana. Yeah. Or, or like – I don't know, not even Purdue, like Indiana. You do it against Indiana, you do it against Maryland. You don't do it against Northwestern. You don't do that. You want an impressive stat of the day? I would love it. Scott Frost's whole tender over the last five years? Five and 21, you're going to say? Nope. Ooh. Never has won three consecutive games in a row. That's ouch. I got another stuff for you. I thought you were going to hit me with this one. Nebraska, since Scott Frost has been there, is five and twenty-one in one-score games. Fifteen and thirty overall. Not great, James. What's your uh, outsider's opinion on uh, the Nebraska game? Well, I've said for the last couple of years now he should have just stayed his ass in Florida. I mean, I get the attraction. I've said this over and over. Like I know why he went there, but man, poor guy. <laughs> I kind of feel bad for him a little bit. It's know. it's a it's a sad fact, but unless they vastly like improve the game plan, and i.e. Mark Whipple actually listens a bit, or actually, uh, you know, does his job and doesn't listen to Scott Frost, we've developed a G five team in a Power Five conference. Yeah, that's the lame of it. But you want to know what Thompson didn't look that bad either. No. Did you want to know what happened was? I blame Whipple, too. He got him out of rhythm and never put him back in rhythm. Listen, yeah. I, played, I played a lot of outdoor quarterback, backyard quarterback. Listen, if I go three passes where I don't hit for deep, guess what I do? I run a slant, and I get myself hot again. I yep. run him out, and I get myself hot again. I run a swing, and I get myself hot again. He never got him back on track. They sub. They subbed in the backup Logan Smothers for half a drive, and that just socked the momentum after that. He's just cold, ice cold. I I, I don't blame the play. You want to know? This is another hot take from this game. I think Adrian Martinez in Kansas State have a hell of a year because I don't think it was his fault. I think it was. Was it? I really do. Because, you know, because, uh, because in the second quarter, snap goes over his goes over Casey Thompson's head. Casey tips it to himself, picks up fifteen yards on the play. I mean, that was, and then he had the eighteen yard play, the eighteen second play where he's dancing around like a crazy man, going all over the place, and then heaving it up. I mean, that was great. I'm, uh, but you know, Adrian would have shut down after that snap goes over. Yeah, you're right. Well, Anyways, guys, it's the truth. Well, listen. Let's take a shovel. Let's bury that fucking game. It's over. Let's move on to week one, boys. Listen, I have a list of matchups right here for week one. Guys, what's your favorite game of the week? Anybody have a favorite game of the week coming up? I've got a really interesting one that's going to lead into our picks later. Okay, well then, all right, save it. I'll just go over the Save that one. Listen, we have Pitt in West Virginia. We have Oregon at UGA, Cincinnati mm-hmm. at Arkansas. Obviously, Notre Dame losing to Ohio State, Utah and Florida, 
And you want to know what's a pretty cool game that's this week that no one's really talking about because it's not a ranked game? It's on Thursday night. It's Purdue and Penn State. Let me tell you, boys, something. Clifford, I think it's going to be a hell of a game. It's the closest one in terms of spread. I, I just have a feeling it's not really on a lot many people's radar, but they have O'Connell. It's O'Connell versus Clifford under the lights Friday, Thursday night. Everybody's going to be watching unless they're watching the West Virginia game. I don't know. I think that could be a hell of a game. I think the pit game could be a hell of a game. I just I think this is a low key, maybe one of the best weeks of the of the year. And it's not because of like the best of the best teams. I think it's because of the middle team. I mean, Pitt West Virginia is a is a great game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, JT Daniels going against Keaton Slovis. I mean, it's the backyard brawl. Everybody fucking hates everybody in that game. I mean, eat shit pit. <laughs> eat shit pit is what they cheer. You go to a fucking you go to a fucking Shoney's in West Virginia. The waiter comes up and goes, "Hey, what would you like to drink today?" Eat shit pit. Like it's you. They they don't like each other. <laughs> and then, I think the biggest farce this is going to be Notre Dame and Ohio State's not going to be a good game. And I think Oregon UJ is going to be a blowout as well. I think Utah Florida has a chance. And listen, I have been on Utah. Boys, let me tell you something about line movement in football. They know, okay? The people know. Now, when I say the people, I mean the guys that take my money from me every week, except for this week, two and one on units only go up, follow units only go up. Two and one, not a big deal. Better production graphics. Utah is losing to Florida this week, boys. Line movement is all over. I am telling you right now, the line is at two and a half. You want to know what two and a half on the road means? It means you go with the underdog at home. And the underdog is going to bark. Anthony Richardson's going to have a game. Utah, listen, listen to this stat right here, boys. They lost four games last year. Four. At BYU, lost. That was at BYU. They lost the Rose Bowl on the road. They lost um, at hold on at USC, and then they lost another road game. Do I know what that tells me? They don't fucking travel on the road. And you're going into the swamp, a team that I fucking hate, going into the swamp at 7 o'clock. Let me tell you about 7 o'clock in Florida right now, gentlemen. It's 145% humidity, and it's 90 fucking degrees. And you're coming from Utah? I think Utah gets boat raced in this game. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I like the analysis, but I don't know if I like the result. I don't drink the Billy Napier Kool-Aid. <laughs> I don't either, but I, I drink the lines moving like that. I I look at the spread. Everybody and their mothers on Utah. Bro, you got I mean, it's obvious Florida's winning the game. It's obvious mm. it's it's literally like drop my nuts, bet the entire kids' college fund on Florida winning this game. I'm telling you right now, Florida's winning easily. Mm. But there are some other teams. Anybody have any um, upset alerts this week? Because I have a couple. I Like I said, I think Florida upsets Utah. 
I think WVU upsets Pitt. And I like one of JC's teams this week. I like UTSA over Houston this week. Yep. UTSA I like the runners. Is a solid program. I mean, they did lose their uh, coordinator, uh, Lumi, to Illinois. But I, I don't know. I like UTSA over Houston. And, James, before you say Army's not beating Coastal, don't even get into it. <laughs> I'm not there. Listen, I am so far out <laughs> with my pick for this week. You guys are going to lose your minds. So well, what's your game of the week now? It. What's your game of the week? I'll just all right. I'll give it. I'll give up my pick. It's going to be my pick later too. I'm I'm going with Georgia Tech over Clemson, and if you've seen the spread, it is it is too easy to take that pick. It's like nine. It's I think it's nineteen and a half or twenty one. Are you taking them to spread? Do what? Are you taking? You're, you're taking them to win. Well, I'm taking them to win, and I'll give you the reasons why for that. But I'm definitely taking them for the spread. Are you kidding me? 21 points. Yeah, that's what it is. So <clears throat> last year, Clemson only beat them. It, it was 14 to 8. Okay. Yeah, but got, that was because it was in bad weather. It was in Georgia Tech's backup quarterback, who's no longer with the team. He's at Sam Houston. So they're getting um, their, their regular starters going to be back this year. And, uh, you know, so there's some flux too. You got. Clemson had some changes with the uh, offensive and de- defensive coordinator. So, I mean, there's a lot of play here. First game of the year. Clemson lost their opener last year. You want to um, know what's fucked up, dude? I was thinking about taking this as an upset. Yeah. I mean, nobody's I, I think, talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. And when nobody talks about something, and Georgia Tech since last year has been looking for this game. Yeah. And we have a local, we have a local boy on the team. Right. Our old coach's son is a quarterback on Georgia Tech. Yep. Mm. I, don't think, I don't even think he's suiting up. Well, I, yeah, he's probably redshirting this year or something, but still, it's um, it has all the makings for upset. Like all the all the pieces are there for the upset. I still don't think Uyagale is the guy. And I probably butchered that. I don't care. I, I I tried to practice it a few times in the mirror before we went on the show, but it didn't work out. Um, but I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna be the guy to get it done. And I think, like I said, all all the pieces are there for upset. I'm and it's you, Monday night game. It's gonna be great. I absolutely love that pick. I'm 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 drinking that Kool Aid. At the very least. At the very least. For the spread. I mean, yeah. you've got to be kidding me. 21 You want to know my opinion on how to bet this game? You take Georgia Tech on the money line, and then you give the points with Clemson. Because it's either going to be a fucking demolishment, and Clemson wins by 35, or Georgia Tech wins. So, it's, not I, gonna be a, it's not going to be a Clemson wins by 10 game. It's yeah, not. Like – I just don't see the pieces there for that to happen. You could argue that, okay, so Clemson last year, 14-8, and Uyagalale not throwing a touchdown. What he, th- he only threw 126 yards in the game. And they ran – their two touchdowns were on runs, and it was Will Shipley, and he only had 88 yards on the whole game. So, like, okay, contributed to weather. I don't really recall what that was. 
maybe that's a factor, but I still don't see him blowing the top off of Georgia Tech. And that's why this is either a Clemson is who we think they are and a fucking fantastic team, or or it's just one of those games where like some teams play some teams tough and Georgia Tech win. Like Clemson's not winning this game by seven. They're not. No. And on top of that, so you've got him coming off a year that wasn't that great. The expectations for him in this season are like you got to put up or shut up because we've got backups just waiting to step in. You've got a new offensive coordinator. So you've got a quarterback who didn't play great last year. You got a new offensive coordinator. So either they're going to click and he will blow the top off, or it's just going to be, you know, moderate at best. And I don't think moderate wins that game at all. I like that, James. I do. That's tasty. Tyler, what's your game of the week? Uh, kind of torn between a couple, like NC State, East Carolina. I think that's uh, – You want to know what's a very – that's the Carolinas this week and the Virginia. Virginia's playing, I think, James Madison. Um, North, yeah. NC State's playing ECU. Mm-hmm. And UNC's playing App State. I could see all little brothers winning and not bad an eye. Like, I actually know App State's going to beat UNC. I know that's going to happen. They're not going to go into Boone and win. App State is probably the best team in the Sun Belt. I mean, NC State would be – if ECU can get it done, it's a it's an upset in the top ten. Like, that's huge. And you know what? Sure. Like I said in the pre-show, I don't think NC State – whenever NC State gets into, like – NC State's a good underdog team, but when – for some reason, it's just a thing with them. Whenever they get into this, um, like they have expectations, they never, ever, 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 ever in their entire history live up to them, ever. Yeah. So I like that pick, too. That's a hell of a pick. And then I kind of want to talk about Sunday night's game with uh, LSU. LSU and how the fuck is LSU the fucking favorite? Because it's a home game. Kind of. It's in the Superdome. I mean, it's in it's in I mean, it's in Nolens, and everybody in Nolens is a fucking LSU fan. I mean, you're in the Florida region, Florida yeah, State. You're travel well. Fired this, up. FSU does travel well. Because I can just see Brian Kelly just being a dumpster fire out. I I honestly think Florida State is a very 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 overhyped team again. And I, when I mean overhyped, I mean in their fans' own heads. I don't think, like, I think they're, like, in the middle of the road, the ACC predicted. I think they're a bad football team. I think they're a bad football team. I, I uh, what's the kid's name? Uh, the quarterback is okay. Um, they are probably the fourth best team in Florida. Yeah, Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis is... He's a adequate quarterback. He's good. He can make plays. I think LSU boat races him too. I mean, they're not going into Baton Rouge, into Death Valley, but they're going into mini Death Valley. I mean, when, when LSU plays the Superdome, it, you know it's all over. I just expected the spread to be a bit, you know, six and a half, seven points that toss up at three and a half. And do you believe in Norville? I don't no. know. I, I believe in – listen, 
Talk what you want about Brian Kelly's accent, and he wants to talk about being in the Bayou. <laughs> talk about the accent. But he brought Notre Dame, a team that always had big expectations, and he made them win 10-11 games every single year. Every year they're winning 10-11 games. LSU has better talent in their Waterboy staff than Notre Dame does. I don't know. I'm just saying. Jay, anything about the FSU game? Yeah, the only thing that I got is they had a warm-up game. You know? That does make a a difference. They had a little opportunity to to get out on a field, and I mean, yeah, sure. Like, I didn't even realize Duquesne had a football team. They're actually a pretty (laughs) – they're a decent (laughs) – they're a decent FCS school. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, there's something to be said for that. I mean, we see it year in and year out where teams get the warm-up games in the beginning of the season. Sometimes it works in their favor. Sometimes it doesn't, right? You know, they could feel really good about how they played and feel good going in there and get slapped in the mouth. And then you get slapped in the mouth. Like they always say, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. So, that's true. You know they may they may feel good about having a warm up game and that could backfire also. So I like I could see it going either way, but I, I think there's definitely something there to be said about getting one game and getting those live hits out of the way against an opponent. I like it. All right, my uh, listen, my game of the week, <coughs> excuse me, is West Virginia versus Penn. I like hate. College football, we've heard it on other podcasts, we've heard it everywhere. College football is better than the NFL. You want to know why? Passion, hatred, devotion. People kill each other over games, and I love it. I fucking love it. I mean, I like Notre Dame, so my team's good Catholic boys. We don't kill each other. But Auburn and Alabama kill each other. Like, like we'll actually do that. These guys kill each other, too. West Virginia Pitt, and you want to know why I like West Virginia winning this game? You guys remember a quarterback named Graham Harrell? Played at Texas Tech. Tech, Gunslinger. Won big fucking games. Great college quarterback. He's got JT Daniels. He's the quarterback coach. He's the offensive coordinator. I love... West Virginia this year. I love them. I love them. We Pitt lost their offensive coordinator. They lost uh, Jordan Addison's gone. They lost their quarterback. Yeah, they got Keaton Slovis. <laughs> Fuck out of here. He couldn't even win when he was at USC with actual receivers around him. That's true. Give me West Virginia. That is going to be a hell of a game, guys. If you've never been to a game at WVU, it's fucking amazing. They literally burn couches. It's not just like a metaphor. They fuckers, they throw them out of their fucking places and they burn them. Nobody gives a fuck. I'm loving it. It might be the best game atmosphere that I've been to ever in college. And I've been, I've, I've done Notre Dame, been the big house. I uh, haven't been to Ohio State. Uh, been to games all over the SEC. Dude, West Virginia Pitt is a fucking game, boys. It's a game. It, it's, it's hatred. It's, it's unabashed. I don't like you, your children. I will. I would literally piss on you if you were thirsty. 
Like, I, I love it. I love the hate. I love it. So I think that's my game of the week. It's a Thursday night game. And I think it'll be very interesting. I think West Virginia wins. All right, I can get down with that. I'm telling you, Graham Harrell is a big difference in offense coordinator. Won a lot of big games at Texas Tech. It's weird that the line's like seven. Six and a half I have it on this. I hope that's like – I think that's because of what he did. Because of West Virginia, I think, was five and seven last year, maybe six and six. And I'm pretty sure Pitt was – they won ten games, I think. Ten and and three with the whole game. Ten and two. Yeah, yeah, but they lost people. Give me West Virginia. That's my game of the week. I can see that one just being two touchdown beat down by West Virginia. Easy. And that's going to be, Jay, you gave your pick. My Okay, well, my pick is Ohio State. But my upset pick is West Virginia. By the way, we'll talk Ohio State. Listen, you guys know I'm a Notre Dame fan. It's great. Got the hat right there. You know, everybody sees it. Love Notre Dame. They're going to get fucking boat raced, but they'll win probably all the rest of their games. But Ohio State has the Heisman Trophy winner. They have the best running back, the best fucking wide receiver, the best offensive line. I mean, be real. It's not even going to be. Let me put it this way. In that game, if if Notre Dame was within one score in the third quarter, I'll be crying. I'll be that happy. All right, so we got two uh, two locks already in. Tyler, who's your locks? Ooh, I'm, I'm torn. There's quite a lot of good ones, but I think I'll go UCLA as one of them. And I did my upset one with uh, ECU of NC State as the upset. Who's- Uh, US UCLA is playing Bowling Green. That's a, uh, that's a, 32 and a half points. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of points. <laughs> there's a there's a possible backdoor cover in there if you want one. Yeah, I'm not gonna take the points. I'm gonna let that go, but that's an obvious win. That's a good pick. Yeah, he's gonna get that one and oh right out the gate. <laughs> and I'm Gonna for my other one, I'm going with uh, Utah or uh, Oklahoma over UTEP. I like That's, that. I tell you what, though, and now Just, this is going back some years. Oklahoma rolled into UTEP. This is 2011, 2012, maybe, and UTEP almost won that game. When I, I say almost, that. and when I say almost, I'm talking about like UTEP had them on the ropes. It was hey, in man. The it, you can't just be going into the Sun Bowl and think you're going to win. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. be watching that game quite closely because we play them here in three, two or three weeks. All right, boys, yeah. listen. If you've just joined the pod for the first time, we're going to clip this. It's draft time. Excuse me. I got to sneeze. No, I don't. Oh, hey, we got we got Rob checking in with his. Miami hey. over to you. Wow, Bethune Cookman, really, Rob? <laughs> you're you're gonna use your Miami on BCU. You're gonna use oh. your Miami pick over. <laughs> you gotta save, man. Oh, you got. All right. Just don't even uh, like. Don't even worry about that. 
Draft time. We are drafting formations, boys. Any formation. Defense, offense, whatever you want to do. Formation. Who wants to go first? I don't really care. I'll let the All right, fine. I'll take it. That's actually Coach doing it. Go ahead, Jack. We'll go JC, Tyler, me. Three round. Snake, as we always go. Go ahead, Connolly. Well, you know I got to go with empty backfield, five wide. Let's get it. Shocker. The guy that played five <laughs> wide in college is going to go five wide here. This is even bolder. Jay, why do you like that pick so much? Is it because it's the best play? It's because it's fun and Madden? It's because you can do anything you want out of it? Yeah, it's versatile. I, I just love – and especially, like, when you got the right personnel, you can do – you can do so much. You get the motion that you can use out of that formation. Um, you know, if you got a running back that can really catch the ball, now that like that's another element. You put him in motion, do a lot of cool things there, man. And and you know, I know everybody thinks five wide. It's like it's all the deep stuff. But uh, I mean, you can you can really catch a lot of your good short routes that end up going for big yardage after the catch. Because everybody. So, Oh, yeah, I, was gonna, I was also going to bring up a question: Is like, is the five wide is quarterback and shotgun, or do you have a little faith in the center? He's under and he's under center. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen an under center five wide. Yeah, I, our thing I've was, seen it. I've seen shotgun. it done. Like, That's pretty wild. Center, center couldn't reliably get it back there a few times. Well, and and there's and there too is like that you put a guy in motion with a quarterback under center. Like you could do jet sweeps, like you could do a lot of cool things there, depending on your personnel. All right, Tyler, give me the wishbone. I want wishbone horn. You can't sell it. I love the wishbone. I love being a Baltimore Raven and Madden and just running the crap out of wishbone dual tight end all day. I I like that pick. That was gonna be my third round pick. I mean, how you how you not love the wishbone? We ran it. Yep. I mean, how do you yep. not love the wishbone? Yep. You want to know why? Because you could be a small school with small linemen, line up, and let's run fucking options. Let's run the option out of the wishbone. We can run reverses. We can run running back passes. Run it or right the up the fake. middle. Throw the, the ball. We can run it off. Or the fake to one back, hand it off to another as a total misdirection play. Yep. Tons of tons of uh. Uh, counter plays. That's a great, great formation. But listen, there's only one first round. This should have been the one-one. It's like JC said, yeah, it spreads it. But listen, you got to be diverse. Okay, I'm all about diversity here. Um, I'm Mr. Diverse. Um, I love everybody. Anyway, I love me the pistol offense. You son of a bitch. I mean. It's literally it's literally five wide. Except you got a running back behind you. Except you got a running back behind you. And you can hand the goddamn ball off. So not only can you run all the sets, you can run them with five wide. You can run dives, you can run sweeps, you can run option, you can run triple option, you can run all these fucking things. You can run everything out of that. Your whole entire playbook. You can fucking run dives. You can run sweeps. You can run everything. And you can throw the ball. It is the greatest offense in the history of the world. 
you you took you definitely snatched one of my picks. That was high on my board. I'm a fan. Now listen, that was my first round pick. Any thoughts before I move on to my second? No, that was that's that's tremendous. I was pondering the, that myself. But I so like the, the, the more. I love the pick and I love the, the the formation. There aren't too many people that can run it well. And that's the only that's the only downside to it. You want to know who runs it well? His name is Patrick Mahomes. Right, right. It takes certain personnel to get Josh Allen. (laughs) Yep. Now listen. If you've got the personnel, forget about it. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. Everybody loves the pistol, guys. When you're in between the twenties, right? Love the pistol. Love it. Well, listen. I'm an old school hog mauler. I'm a big boy. I like ground and motherfucking pound. Listen, sometimes you got to get that short yard. I'm not going to go goal line because that's cheap. No, no, no. No, no, no. I am going the original formation of men with balls. And I'm going the power eye formation. Give me three motherfuckers in a line behind the quarterback like this. Straight dick. Mine goes to the left. No. Give me straight dick right down the middle. You can hand the ball off to the first back. Nope. You can hand the ball to the second back. Nope. You can hand the ball to the third back. Or shit, you can run a fake this way, fake that way, toss it outside. It's the greatest running formation in the history of running formations. There's not a better one. And you want to know what you can do with the, the power eye? Sometimes you can do a power offset eye and just slide the guy a little bit, getting a little bit. Because, listen, if the defense is shaded one side, you just put him a little over, just a little scooch. Scoochie, boom, run it right through their fucking guts. Give me the fucking power eye. I just won the draft of those two picks, but it's not even close. <laughs> I guess I could kind of take a form off of that. I'll go oldie, but it's a goodie. Pick your backfield, but I for the front five, let's go unbalanced. Where you take a tackle, move it over to the opposite side. What a tremendous pick. And What a tremendous pick coming off the power eye. That's the run, only thing that can stop the power run your Run whatever. If you want to go Maryland eye, power eye, all day. And just you're, you're, you're acquiring yards easily. If you need them two or three yards, boom. All day. That's, fucking, that's a tremendous pick. It's an oldie but a good. That is the only pick that could have countered my pick. I, I applaud you, sir. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. All right, Connolly, back to back. You can be offense and defense. Yeah, I'm sticking offense, and I'm going to stick to my roots. I, I got to be true to me, and I'm going to go with the bunch formation, slot receiver, tight end, Z, nice and tight. You can run so many great routes off of that formation. I you was can do. To you get can, that off and you can run it anywhere on the field. Guys, listen to the wide receiver here. Listen to him. I love oh, him. Man. I, lo- I love this formation because it's so versatile. When it comes to passing, you can run this in the red zone. I mean, anywhere on the field, this is a great, great formation. And, w- again, personnel, right? I mean, that's the New England Patriots had tremendous success with that formation. Like, you have the right guys. Jeez. Uh, it's un- to, unstoppable. I'm not supposed to give you help, but you can run the you can run that formation out of shotgun. You can run it under center. 
right. you, can, you can run it with my fucking pistol. It right. is a, it's it's a fantastic. Well, and it's like, you know, it's so weighted heavy to that side, and now you can do stuff in your run game too, right? So, yeah, that's that's definitely a favorite. I, I love running routes out of that. All right, that's your second round. You got one more. All right, so I'm going to go um, – I guess there's some irony in this pick too, uh, but I'm going to go special teams onside kick. Wow. Uh, how, I mean, I mean, how, like, what a the concept? Like, I don't like the pick. You don't like it. You don't. Like it. <laughs> it never worked. It's kind of bastardized too, changing all the rules and the various levels. I like that you're trying to think outside the box. I love it. it I just want to. Take- Unless you're Pat McAfee, who always recovers his own onside kick, it's so hard. There's there's hardly – there's a lot of excitement when everybody lines up for the I like it. Listen, flip me on it. Go ahead. I like it. Keep okay. The Every other play on a football field can be so many things, right? You line up in any one of the formations we talked about. It could be run, could be pass, could be any variation of it. The onside kick, everybody knows what's coming. There's going to be dudes running short distances very fast, smashing into each other to try and get a football. All right, you're, 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 okay. getting, you're getting me there. And, yeah, maybe there's a couple spins on how we kick the ball. People have tried some different styles of kicks, bringing in soccer strategies in a mix, right? But at the end of the day, it is all out smashing into each other and trying to grab onto that football. And it and it is one of the most exciting plays in football. When you see them line up in that formation, everybody knows what's coming. Everybody's paying attention, okay? Think about this. You're at a football game, and all throughout the game, there's all kinds of plays. Sometimes you're going to grab a hot dog and grab a beer, but when that onside kick is about to happen – Nobody's breathing. Nobody's n- – Nobody's right? breathing. They're all holding their breath like everybody's tuned in. <laughs> all right, you're selling me on it. I I, I think it's a good pick now. <laughs> Pull that out of my ass. Yeah, you did. <laughs> all right, TA. I was hoping to get that one on the back side. Hmm. Yes, I could say trips formation, but that'd be a stupid answer. Oh, I guess I'll go a nickel package on defense. Pick your front, but I love having five defensive backs to just play around with in terms of coverage. I like it. I like the nickel back. Listen, I was going to take it. Listen, my next pick was going to be the three three five with the nickel. But you took the nickel, so that's fine. Yeah. I think you picked the three three five. That's gonna be an honorable no. mention for me. But I'm I like the nickel package because it gives you an extra athlete to guard the tight end, to guard, you know, a slot. You have your top guy f- making sure nothing comes across their face. <laughs> I like it. It's beautiful. But there is a defense, boys. Listen, I'm gonna win this draft just simply because of my knowledge of everything and my great astuteness. Listen. Listen. 
<laughs> There's one defense that single-handedly won a Super Bowl. By itself, won a Super Bowl. Made famous by the 85 Chicago Bears. Give me the 46 defense. Give me four amazing defensive linemen, four amazing linebackers slash safeties, and three guys in coverage. Listen, boys, listen. You get yourself some athletes. You ain't running the fucking ball ever. You get yourself someone good at strong safety that comes like, like the rover. No tight ends catching the ball. Give me the 46 defense, the 85 Bears, and give me that defense. I love that defense. I like it. I like it. I don't use it. Couldn't run it for shit. If, if, you, like had, if you had unbelievable, unbelievably quick defensive linemen and unbelievably quick linebackers, they could all be undersized. Nobody can do anything against that defense. It's literally designed to stop. I mean, you need good comp- You need like the great personnel to run it, like the Bears did. But if it's and when it's ran to perfection, it is like, oh my god! It's like two girls at the same time. It is unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Thoughts? Yes. Outside kick. Onside <laughs> kick wins it. Jason I mean, he knows that's a great pick. He knows he would love to play the rover in a four six because it's. I mean, you play the rover in a four six, you're getting chicks. Not just because it rhymes, but because it's 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 an amazing defense. I'm on the ropes in this draft, and if this was a game, my strategy would be to go for the onside kick. <laughs> <laughs> I like the draft, boys. We'll see if anybody comments on it. So to we recap, do, we do we do have a question though. After your little recap, if it's from Rob, he can literally go suck my balls. It's not. Oh. So okay. do your little recap of the draft. Hurry All right, boys. JC's picks were the um, empty backfield five wide, the trips bunch, and the onside kick. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Tyler got the wishbone, the offset, and the nickel. I got – or the unbalanced and the nickel, I'm sorry. You're I right. picked um, the 46 Bears defense. I forgot. Power eye. The power eye. Pistol. And the pistol, obviously. Power <laughs> eye, pistol, Bears. His picks are so bad he can't even remember. No, they're yeah. so good I can't remember. <laughs> Spin zone, they were so good. And that's what you missed on play is Johnny totally forgetting what he picked five minutes ago. I missed the show too, man. I mean, I think that's <laughs> is that our question? But he does have a question. question. Let's get it. Let's get it. I don't wear a shirt because I look good naked. Houston, four and a half versus UTSA. Not so fast, he says. <laughs> you know what? As a gambler, I know I gave out UTSA as probably going to maybe pull an upset here. But as a gambler and being a man of conviction and always giving you guys the truth, yeah, I would take Houston minus four and a half. I mean, realistically, they're going to win probably by, you know, 13. In a perfect world, like this is in a perfect spectrum. You're like in a perfect world. If everything goes right for UTSA, I think they could pull the upset. 
But that means this has to go right, this has to go right, this has to. So we give our upsets. That's kind of what I'm looking at. Everything going right. I would hammer Houston minus four and a half. The line has shrunk because I have it at six and a half. And he was getting at four and a half. Something's happened. Somebody out? That's what I'm trying to look up. Hey, right. Doc, listen. You know what you can do? On Thursday, units only go up. We'll be out on YouTube. You know what you can do? Click that link, like, and subscribe. And I went two and one last week. Two and one. Two and one. Um, and you can click free picks. I'll be giving out probably, probably going to do about nine picks this week, boys. And uh, I can tell you who I like. If that line's moving on, Tyler, the line has really moved that much, I'm going to have to take a look. Yeah, because uh, my odds are from when they opened up June 1st, and it's six and a half, and it's definitely down to four and a half now. I'm going to do some research on that. Check it out Thursday. I will make. I will do this for you. I will make that a pick on units only go up. I never do that, but I'll make it a pick. Remember, two and one. I'm at 66% gambling this year, boys. 66. Maintaining that average. What I do? I'm a, I'm 66, 68, right in there. Yep. Right in there, baby. Hit that groove. Thank you, Don, for the question. Thank you, Don. All right, boys. Um, Rob wasn't here today because, you know, he's doing elective surgery, so we should feel bad for him. Um, I should because this is killing me. My, oh, my. The allergies are <laughs> horrendous. Um, is that it for okay. the Did you, unless you wanted to talk about how stupid Michigan's being with their two quarterback system, like your boy called it. (laughs) I'm going to tell you something. The only reason he's doing that, then that why he did that, and I'm going to say it's smart from Harbaugh. I think it's genius from Harbaugh. You want to know why? Transfer portal. He can see them both play. They both stayed. And it's smart for him to save his ass. That's called covering your ass. Now, is it smart overall? I don't know. But for this year and this year alone, covering his ass at quarterback was genius. I mean, you have two quarterbacks, you barely have one. Don has yeah. another Don has another question, by the way. All right, Don. Liberty three and a half against Southern Miss. Mm-hmm. Liberty, Liberty without Malik. I don't know, bud. Uh, that's that's almost a pick em. I think that's a pick em. And that game must be that game must be in Liberty. As, yep. Yeah, I mean, if you want to pick that game, I probably wouldn't touch it, to be completely honest with you. Because I haven't really delved that deep into it. Listen, I'm an honest guy. I tell you who I've done my homework on. I do homework. I got the fucking books. I do all the homework. You see, it's all scribbled in. See that? Right there. Scribbled in Georgia Tech. Two and ten this year. I wouldn't fucking touch that game with a ten-foot pole. Just me. Just me. But I will. Listen, since you're here, I appreciate that you're here, Don. This is what you're going to do for me, Don. You want to win some fucking money this week? I'm going to give you a pick. I never get picks on this show. I want you to hammer West Virginia plus six and a half, and I want you to hammer the money line. Hammer that money line. West Virginia six and a half. I haven't done any research on that game, so I can't I'm not gonna come out here and be like spewing it out of my asshole. I wouldn't know. I have to, I'd have to look into it. 
I'm the analytical guy, but yeah. I'm a man of the people. I'm just a simple he man is. of the people. I usually keep him in check, but thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. He also said he's subscribed and he's here for it. Go ahead and yeah, go on over Going over the Spotify, you can also listen to the audio version next day. Man, if you want to see our ugly faces of me fucking with my eyes, my fucking nose is out of fucking control today. I don't even do coke <laughs> anymore. Like I stopped like a day ago, and it just keeps running. <laughs> Crazy. But yeah, your boy called it last week. Michigan with the two quarterback system. You did stupid, stupid. I think it's generally stupid, but I think. He's doing it so he saved his ass, covering his ass at quarterback. And also, you'll never guess, they also did a poll. I found out. Uh, University of Michigan uh, polled their donors. 63% approval rating after last season. So he is definitely taking it out on tour. That's for sure. I can't believe it's actually. I thought it would be a little higher after. Okay. Well, that's good for him. That is good for him. Um, All right, boys. Do we have anything else we want to discuss about week one? Are we not just – listen, I will say one more thing about week zero. I've never – listen, guys, I've had sex with lots of women. I haven't had sex with lots of women. Both ways. More the one way than the other. We're not going to talk about which way it is. I have never had such big blue balls than after that Northwestern game, boys. Like, after that game, I was just like, my balls – like they started, like they started really getting me hard there. Starting like stroke it nice, getting nice and fucking firm a little to the left, and they fucking and it just this blue ball, Scott. I've had blue ball since that fucking since four o'clock on fucking Sunday, Saturday, because those other games just they didn't. You know when you're going through porn and you can't quite find the one that wants to do it for you. I just couldn't find. It just didn't do it for me. It didn't do it. It did. It like it got me there. Got me thinking like, yeah, it's gonna feel. It just didn't. I didn't finish. I need to finish. <laughs> At least you're not on antidepressants, where that's even more of a struggle. <laughs> just saying. I need to finish. We're gonna finish this weekend, boys. We got tons of games on. All weekend till Monday. Thursday, Monday. <laughs> but I'm gonna talk about my network that this lovely podcast is on. See the lovely symbol in the corner there. It's the Iron Ostrich Network. Founding member, a produce pod. I produce this podcast since Robson disposed, <laughs> and then I produced another one called the Anomalies Podcast. This week we have Sarah Pop Tarts on. She's a famous comedian from Indy. Very very funny chick, and she is quite attractive to look at. I'll just say that. Um, tits. Everybody loves tits. We also have Off the Rails with Tone and Gems, and Tone uh, just did a new podcast with his five year old son. It's I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, it's something Ruby. But it's a uh, it's a very very cute listen for a five or two for especially getting the takes of a five year old. I'm gonna have to listen as a new father to be. I'm gonna have to listen to that. You're gonna have to. Perspective of a five year old is always amazing. <laughs> Fucking Jones kids, intelligent too. Um, JC, you want to talk about? Your buck yet? Hell yeah, I do, because this weekend, somewhere between football games, we're dropping another episode of Outback Buck Shack. We got some bucks going down. We got a preview to the big one. That one's not going to be out for another week. But this week, we got 
episode, Maddie Casarella taking down a, a good sized buck. Um, so tune in for that. I saw the clips; they look fucking hysterical. Oh, dude! If you guys, so you gotta, you gotta follow us on Instagram, Outback Buck Shack. Good follow. The TikToks, you know, it's um, it's good stuff, man. It's wholesome hunting camp. It's the real deal. It's not promotional. It's not all the typical stuff you get from modern hunting shows. It's fucking funny. Yeah, man. Rednecks drinking beer. It's it's good times, man. It's uh not commercialized but anyway aside from that i do got a plug product too right because <laughs> that's the other thing we do it's and not it's a, commercialized but bio shit you know it's it, well it, we're american made man so you know you got you got to have my pause but because i just totally get it but hell yeah man right. we gotta we gotta keep uh stuff made here and uh you know it's college football fans Every jersey you own, every T-shirt you buy, that shit's made overseas somewhere, and we're trying to make a change in the outdoor industry. There's no place for American traditions to be sending our products off overseas to be made by some little kid in a sweatshop. Uh, so, anyway, that's my little soapbox. Um, but, again, tune in, Outback Buck Shack on Instagram. Check us out on YouTube, all kinds of great videos. And I guess we got TikTok, too. I'm not a, I'm not a TikTok guy. But there's some great content coming out of there because uh, Matty Harold's a funny guy, and uh, he knows what he's doing. Still trying to figure out TikTok for myself. <laughs> all right, boys. But uh, I, gotta, I forgot two more things. Go ahead. Units will also be in podcast form. We'll be we'll be probably out the day of, and then uh, Marco Rivera and Bree they're pimping out two books, and they're also starting a podcast about how their story how that how they came together. So there's I'll be getting the book. I appreciate that. For, you did tell us that I got to get the book. Yeah. So uh, those are two more podcasts that are going to be on the network. So we're Here going. We go, guys. Listen, wow. it's jo- Johnny B, Iron Ostrich Network, Spike Sports, your baby mamas. Favorite bookie, your girlfriend's favorite fucking gambler. We're back with units only go up. It's season fucking three. I'm 67-ish percent overall in the last three years. Right now I'm a little lower at 66. Not a big deal. We're going to fucking hit. Two and one last week. Two and one. Hit the units. We're going up. They always fucking go up. I got picks. I'm doing a fucking shit ton. All I do is win, win, win no matter what. We'll have graphics. We'll have this. We'll have that. Apparently, I'm going fucking podcast viral. I don't know. This is what I'm doing. I'm here to give you guys free picks. Tune in and listen. I'm fucking entertaining as hell. The clips are a little shorter, so I'm more fucking... You have to deal with me the whole time. Just three minutes and you're done, just like my sex life. Subscribe, like. Thank you, guys. We missed you, Rob. Subscribe, like. We're out. I'm not going to do the... We got to spike it. Here we go. Oh, yeah.